Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another graceful episode of She Speaks, You Listen. All right, y'all. So for tonight, um, your girl is up here by herself. Um, this is episode number seven. And for those that know me, they know that seven is like my favorite number. Um, not only was I born on a seventh day, but the number seven to me, it screams completion. Well, it means completion anyway, um, because we all know that when God created the earth on the seventh day, the world was complete. Okay. So, um, but yes, so for episode number seven, it is something that is extremely, uh, I guess you could say a topic that I pondered on for like a week now and was trying to find the best way to deliver this because y'all know that this platform stands for perspective. Um, and honestly, this probably will be a part one. Um, I will give my perspective on this and some experiences as well, um, you know, that I've dealt with as it relates to this particular topic. But y'all know that this platform stands for perspective and being transparent. So when we think about perspectives, we, want to you know consider understanding people and that's to me that's what perspective is all about just un learning to understand the world you know because i feel like when we learn to understand people we learn to not take stuff personal if you get what i'm saying um and that's just something that i've learned these last two years so you know so for tonight uh, part one, I'm just go ahead and say part one, cause I really do believe that I do want to do a part two of this. Um, so for part one, um, the episode tonight will be entitled, it wasn't love. He was just a narcissist. Oh man, you listen, narcissist. Oh my gosh. Some people, their hearts probably just skipped the beat because it probably just took you back. <laughs> To a, a particular relationship or friendship it doesn't have to always be relationships it can be a friendships too um to where you felt like you were dealing with a narcissistic person um and y'all like i said it is not to bash anybody okay because in a perfect world everybody would be perfect correct um but we're not you, you have to have people in the world that may battle with certain things and when they battle with certain things, they may not always be so good to people, you know? Um, and it's not to say, cause I do believe, I'm a heavy believer that people can change. People don't always stay the same. Now you do have some that don't change, but for the vast majority, people can grow out of stuff, okay? So it may have just been a particular season of their life. We don't know, okay? But um, for tonight's topic, uh, when we talk about a narcissist, right? Y'all, I Googled this stuff because I just wanted to make sure I had it correct. Um, so a narcissist is a person who has excessive interest of themselves or they overly admire themselves. Um, and some characteristics of a narcissist, and keep in mind that this isn't, this doesn't necessarily just pertain to men. It could be women too, um, because women, some women can be guilty of things as well. Well, honestly, truth be told, we all guilty of something. Everybody has a toxic trait, okay? <laughs> Let's be clear. Everybody has a toxic trait. And that will be another episode at a later date. But everybody has a toxic trait, all right? So, um, 
some characteristics that I found with a narcissist is one, the biggest thing as you relate back to the excessive interest of themselves or overly admiring themselves, they have an inflated ego. Like, oh my gosh, I'm the best thing in this room. Nobody can outshine me. This is me. I'm the greatest, okay, in everything that I do. character traits okay or characteristics of this person they have a lack of empathy okay which means that sometimes if not most of the time they can be a jerk um to anybody it's not just particularly say just one person to anybody um and the biggest thing for me that tells me a lot about a person is how the way they treat people um or for instance i could say how how you may treat someone or i could say this person how this person could treat someone if we're at a restaurant right how you treat the waitress um if you treat the waitress as your equal okay but if you treat this waitress as someone that is beneath you to me that screams a lot and like i said that's just my opinion you don't have to agree but you know um it's just how we empathize with other people or you know hey if this person tries to have a conversation with you about something that's bothering them and you just kind of got this get over it attitude i don't know man that just kind of tells me a lot about you like to me it's always good to somehow some way empathize with people but like i said there's many factors that can relate to how people may empathize with other people like just how you were raised i tell y'all all the time I grew up in a passive aggressive household, okay? So my mom was that get over it person. It's not to say that she's a narcissist or anything. No, she's not. But I mean, it's a learned behavior. Like, no, like I, I, I'll empathize with you, but I'm empathize with you silently, okay? But when we go back to talking about a narcissist who lacks empathy, this is just someone who just don't care. Like you could be in full, blown out tears in front of them and they just don't care like okay i know i did this but i don't care you'll be all right you'll get over it you know um so when we talk about more characteristics the need of attention okay when they walk into a room all eyes on me if all eyes ain't on them I might get a little jealous and it might cause some anger be careful <laughs> you know um, so to kind of correlate that, we can say that this person, another characteristic that research has given me, is that this person has repressed insecurities, okay? And honestly, truth be told, when we scream that word insecurity, that is the biggest thing tonight that I want us to take away in understanding a narcissistic person. Because at the end of the day, right, they're still human. They are flawed just like everybody else. But nine times out of 10, it is an amount of insecurities that has made this person this way. Okay, but we'll, we'll get back to that. All right, um, they set few boundaries, okay? They just roll with the wind. Some of them can be double-minded. And we all know a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Keep that in mind. All right, um, so sometimes this person can't give off bully type behavior. Like I said, like correlate back to the story with the waitress, like this person is beneath me. 
or this person picks at your insecurity to make you feel less than and make you view yourself negatively. That's bully type behavior, honestly. A lot of times we try to sweep that under the rug. No, you're bullying me right now. Let's just call a spade a spade, all right? Um, a sense of entitlement. They feel very entitled. Like, no, you have to do this for me. Um, do you know who I am? No, this should automatically be given to me. And it's like, no, you gotta work like everybody else. But it also correlates back to their inflated ego. Right. Um, so with all this stuff, we can also boil down to that this person could be the ultimate manipulator, the control freak. Okay. They will manipulate a situation and have you question yourself in 3.5 seconds. And you be questioning, be thinking, right? Like, I know I was right about something, but this person done twisted this whole situation and got me questioning myself. And now, in a sense, they're controlling you. All right. And the last thing that we can add to that with manipulating and being control. Being a control freak, this person uh, victimizes themselves in every single situation. Instead of apologizing and holding themselves accountable, shout out to episode six, they just victimize themselves. Guess what? It's easier to do that than just, just to take accountability for something that they just did. Now, I'm gonna let that marinate, but those are the main characteristics that I Googled and researched about a narcissist. All right, so, and given those um, characteristics and just kind of giving a brief explanation from my perspective, um, I'm gonna give y'all my experiences with each character trait <laughs> because honestly, like I said, in a perfect world, um, everyone has dated the perfect guy. And that's, that's the route that I'm gonna take with this this evening. I'm gonna talk about from past relationship experiences. Um, like I said, it's not, you know, pent in just one guy, it's multiple guys, um, you know, that I may have experienced or multiple encounters that I have experienced, um, you know, with different guys where it's like, wait a minute, you're not showing the right signs or symptoms, my guy. <laughs> but, you know, so um, from each characteristic, I'm gonna just give y'all like, you know, a, a slight experience of myself and what I experienced and how it made me feel, honestly. Um, so first of all, as I've told y'all, I am an alpha female, okay? Listen, I am the hierarchy in my own world. And honestly, I feel like if I must be honest, sometimes that can potentially be my toxic trait because I feel like I don't need nobody for nothing. And and honestly, I've been humbled, you know, um, shout outs to my healing journey and my friends that have called me out on it because nobody in this world can make it by themselves. I know, listen, I'm the type of person where I can have a slight issue depending on people um, because, you know, hey, in the past I've been let down. You know, somebody said they're gonna do something and they don't do it. So it's like, at the end of the day, I ain't gonna let myself down, so I just kinda, you know, depend on myself to get stuff done. But however, that can damage a lot of, or even say ruin new friendships, you know, for, you know, with people that actually may really want to be of help to you before you even get started. So 
that honestly and and i'm admitting that the alpha female is slightly a toxic trait because eventually you know for things to kind of work i have to learn a balance i have to learn how to submit but uh, episode for another time we're gonna keep it going but <laughs> so me being an alpha female and honestly uh be with a narcissist it doesn't work um i'm just gonna be honest like i said from past experiences and hindsight looking back my alpha female tendencies probably agitated a lot of their egos because i always told the truth <laughs> and i was always told that the truth shall always set you free okay um especially being in a household you know my mom was like the world is not gonna be nice to you so i'm just preparing you i mean i hated it back then but honestly hey shout out to my mom like i appreciate it now because she was correct the world is not gonna be nice but I always told the truth and it just seemed like that just agitated some egos sometimes okay um so that honestly i feel like in a sense that kind of caused the lack of empathy um because i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest with you when they did lack empathy towards me if i must take a moment to be vulnerable um it did hurt my feelings a lot of times you know because i'm the type of person who does empathize with people and when i love i love hard like i have a really good heart you know um now i know sometimes when i speak to people my delivery may not necessarily be the greatest and like i said it's something i'm working on um like i said we're never going to be perfect i'll be having to you know count to 10 in my head before i say stuff sometimes but i'll never say i don't care about somebody's situation regardless of my delivery or i'll never purposely do something to hurt someone um you know and i tell people believe it or not i have a kind heart like a kind spirit under my tough love um that i can give at times because i truly do want to see people win so um i'll just be honest the lack of empathy that i did experience yes it did it it caused me to at times question my self-worth or my self-value you know which is something a woman should never do um so that's why i said during that time of dealing with someone who portrays traits of a narcissist that was the biggest thing for me that that <laughs> whoo the biggest thing for me that i felt that i had to deal with you know the attention piece um so i'll say this uh and honestly i'm starting to get to a point now where i'm just in this space of self-reflection and honestly y'all and looking back in my early 20s i did not go out and enjoy life as much as i should have um or you know connect with people get into business adventures or you know um Hey, just, you know, like I said, network. Like I didn't do stuff like that. And the reason why it was because of this. Uh, <laughs> so, um, honestly, truth be told, whenever I did want to, you know, hey, step out with friends, whatever, whatever, and arguments did pursue, to me, it just screamed a lot of those repressed insecurities that I said that was kind of connected to the, the need for attention um it was literally 
always the thought of someone is gonna take her away from me or your friends might encourage you to do something crazy or you know you got the single wing woman like you know and like I said I do believe that there does need to be boundaries sometimes in certain situations you know with the woman that's in a relationship and her single friends don't get me wrong I feel like for some situations but I don't feel that it should always be a thing of where single friends should be canceled for women that are in relationships. Like, no, because that single friend could have been in a five-year relationship and could be single now because they're trying to find themselves. You know what I mean? And they're giving me advice while I'm in this relationship. So I, I, I have my opinion about that. You know, like I said, I just feel like, you know, we, should, we shouldn't do that because that person may have certain experiences that they went through that you know um that could be of help to me you know like i said not every single woman is trying to tear up a relationship let's just put that out there so i honestly felt like that was something that i dealt with when dealing with someone who demonstrated narcissistic behavior um so i'll say this uh um i'll skip the few boundaries because i really didn't experience that too much um i mean we could say i mean well if we want to think about when we talk about boundaries um that person moving too fast because to me that is a boundary you do need to have some type of boundaries when you get to know somebody like you definitely shouldn't meet that person in one week and decide that you want to make that person yo forever in two weeks like no that's definitely crossing a boundary uh i've had had an instance where i did have to well after you learn because in the past you know, hey, sometimes, you know, hey, when you like someone, you're not really thinking about the time, but does the time matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> because time, to me, reveals everything. So, no, you need to take your time. And that, I guess you could say with someone who has demonstrated this particular nar uh, narcissistic characteristic, I would say the boundary was just moving too fast. Like, you know, meeting family too soon. Stuff like that. I'll say that um bully oh my gosh man listen that goes along with the lack of empathy they say whatever comes to their mind when they are in a place of impulse oh my goodness um and it's not to say that it was everything was always all bad it's just no i think that i saw the bully tendencies when the person or these people got angry um, they would just kind of say stuff and, you know, they don't care in the moment. They're just blowing up. They're just being rude. They don't care about anything that's going on. They don't care about the feelings that they're hurting. But, you know, uh, it kind of came off as bully behavior because now you're, you're bringing up something that I told you and you're using it against me to make me feel less than or to make me view myself negatively because you're upset. And that's not cool. I I'm just going to be real. Like, it's not cool. So... As we talk about being a bully, that is an experience that I've had when, you know, dating someone who demonstrates this type of behavior. So, um, for, I'll say this, I want to, I want to jump straight to the, uh, ultimate manipulator slash control freak because I feel like I've, in a sense, dealt with a lot of situations where I felt, you know, you was manipulated, like just being controlled. And even like 
I guess you could say even going down to my emotions, like even after like a break after the breakup, it's like I felt like I was still being manipulated or controlled because I'm over here hurting and this person out here living, you know? Um, so like I said, I have a good heart. So when I love, I love hard. And sometimes it can take me a minute to get over it, you know? Um, so I feel like even then before then, before the breakup, I can say I was manipulated in a lot of ways. Like, and also it came from a place of not having that self-worth or that self-value that I should have had. Okay. Um, and honestly, I felt like with, when it relates to finding out your self-worth or your self-value, I figured that out late when honestly I should have been on that. But you know, that, that also relates back to childhood trauma. You know, when certain things are said to you, if something is said to you long enough, you start to believe it. Like a lot of people like to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never, they never hurt. Please, that is the biggest lie ever told in elementary school. Um, a lot of words that were said to me growing up, even outside the household, you know, or just being outside with friends, that stuck with me. So it's like, in a sense, you start to think that okay, well, maybe this is true. Maybe I do deserve this. Or you view yourself a certain type of way and you just don't think that you deserve better, you know? So that I honestly feel was the problem that made me fall easy under being manipulated or being controlled. Um, Cause it would be situations where, you know, hey, I know I'm right about something. Deep down now, I know I'm right. But this person somehow, you know, they victimize it, they turn the situation around, and it just all looks like it was on me. <laughs> when I'm like, okay. And honestly, hindsight looking back, the situation, we could look at it both ways. Okay, maybe I had some faults. Uh, he did too. Maybe uh, his was at 70, mine was 30. But, you know, hey, but it, it can be viewed to go both ways instead of just everything being thrown on me. Well, maybe had you not did this or you act like this, I wouldn't have said that. To me, that's like ultimate manipulation. Like it's a simple thing of just saying, I'm sorry. Like, why are you victimizing yourself when you know deep down inside you were wrong? Like, I feel like a person that demonstrates narcissistic behavior, I don't think that they're emotionless. And I feel like that's something that we have misconstrued with a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, topics as we talk about narcissistic behavior in today's society. Like, no, they good and daggone well have emotions just like we do. It's just they compartmentalize them. Or we can relate it back to their insecurities that they just never addressed or dealt with, you know? Or that person that hurt them and they vowed to never love again. That's a feeling, isn't it? To me, that's a feeling of pain. That's a feeling of anger. So you're taking it out on people who actually mean you well or could potentially mean you well, you know what I mean? To me, it's like a defense mechanism, like a barrier, you know? That's just how I view it. <laughs> or you can use another example of somebody that made them feel less than or talked down on them or rejected them, you know? So they start to act this particular type of way towards people so they can never feel that feeling ever again. You know, like I said, it's a defense mechanism. That's how I kind of, you know, start to view it because then it helps you to exit the situation. <laughs> <laughs> like you're able to you say hey this person may need to heal is this something I want to deal with you know
it's funny because so now and even doing this episode right and even talking to y'all it's like uh i just had a brief revelation so everything that i just broke down right and how i view someone who demonstrates narcissistic behavior what i've learned from this and honestly truth be told even holding myself accountable because at the end of the day y'all we we allow this stuff okay a person will only do what you tolerate okay listen listen red flags are shown and sometimes we like to think that they're pink they're blue oh no i can change i can change this person i can do this and do that no okay and honestly i feel like that that wrong insecurity within myself like i said the lack of self-worth the lack of self-value and understanding i don't have to deal with this if it's draining me, I can walk away. I don't have to stay here, you know? But for me, I can say it probably dug at the insecurity of feeling like you need someone to be here. When no, honestly, truth be told, all along, like, or, or wanting to, you know, be loved. But honestly, truth be told, all along, the real love came from myself. Shout out to Mary J. Blige when she gave that speech, you know? So that that really is sung to my soul. So honestly, truth be told, it can make you think like what I've learned from my own experiences is really and truly in dating someone who had narcissistic behaviors, who showed this stuff, it was two people with many insecurities that went unaddressed trying to make something work that will not like honestly truth be told if i think about it if i had the audacity to heal like i am now i would have walked away and a lot of situations would not have happened you know what i mean so that just kind of makes me think about that like yo and, and honestly truth be told i do believe that someone that does show you know this type of behavior they can love for sure at the end of the day, we're human. God gave us emotions. And this person can change, but they can only change once they address their problems. Because I know with me, I started to grow and mature once I addressed my problems. And the insecurities, the traumas, all of that, because that is the root to all behavior. It's pain. And some place that you just left unaddressed. That's how I view it, you know? Um, they have unresolved issues. It was never me. <laughs> it was never you. It's this person that refuses to deal with themselves. And again, as I say, when I got up here and, and I decided on this topic, we're not here to bash nobody. No, we're here to gain a perspective because we live in a world today that is hurting. A lot of people are in pain from traumas that are just unaddressed. So, and honestly, truth be told, in dealing with situations like that, confusion was the biggest thing that I can recall, honestly. Um, but like I said, it's also because I wasn't whole with me either, if I must take accountability. Because I allowed it, you know? You, you don't know what love looks like, so you think this is what it is, so you tolerate stuff. But then when you actually grow and you, know, you get to the root of your problems, you understand that love never fails. It's always kind, for sure. So, honestly, that helped me come down to the conclusion that 
you know, when someone, and honestly, everybody is flawed, okay? I'm not saying that as soon as somebody shows a flaw, cut them off, no. You just have to decide what's worth dealing with, honestly. That's your call. But with some of the things that I've experienced, <laughs> I wish I could've went back and told my old self, girl, say no, cut them off, and run. To conclude for tonight's episode, um, like I said, when I'm up here, I try to make things short, simple, and sweet and to the point. Um, please understand that, honestly, even though those situations were unfavorable, I learned. And honestly, like I posted earlier on the podcast page for Monday Motivation, it's always to be of help to other people. Like God never puts you through anything that can't be a testimony for somebody else, a revelation for somebody else, especially as our generation gets older, you know, and as we're growing and we're healing. Because there's a lot of people that, you know, you guys are starting to indulge in healing, going to therapy, putting your mental health first. And y'all know me, I am an advocate for the mental health and the therapy, okay? Because honestly, truth be told, you got to think we go to therapy because we dealt with other people and their problems that were unresolved and first and foremost, unaddressed. And it causes pain and wreaks havoc for other people, you know? So honestly, my situations, they shaped me. And, you know, like I said, it's, it wasn't, it didn't always end on bad terms. You know, it doesn't have to always be a terrible story. Like, nah, you can reconcile with those people. I know I have, and I'm grateful for it, for sure. You know, um, you know, some of them were able to, you know, recognize wrongdoings and actually became better people. So best believe change can happen if you want it to. And if you're ready to deal with you, okay? Like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, cancel people out. Like, nah, anything is possible, you know? So I'm gonna go ahead and conclude tonight's episode. Honestly, I low-key enjoyed this one. I'm up here by myself and I hope that this is something that can be music to somebody's ears when they listen to this. Um, and I hope that I, you know, I gave a new perspective on stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna close it out. That's all I got to say. Until next Wednesday at 7, y'all, she was speaking and y'all was listening. Thank y'all for the continuous support. I'll catch you on the next episode. Remember, self-love is the best love. And if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Peace out.